You are listening to the Tenacious Acorn Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica O'Neill, and today we'll be talking about starting from where you are and working with what you've got. Before I get into the topic today, I wanted to start off by thanking all of you who took the time to listen to our first podcast. You guys gave me so much love, and I really, really appreciate it. So thanks for that. Moving on now to the main topic for today, I need to tell you that this was absolutely 100% inspired by the YouTube vlogger Casey Neistat. Casey is a filmmaker. Uh, He has started a tech company and he vlogs every single day on YouTube. He's up to, I think, like 305 or 307 daily vlogs now. And I find him to be incredibly inspiring. His attitude toward life and toward moving forward every single day is amazing. And so the particular vlog that inspired today's topic was a Q&A blog where people could tweet him questions or you know send him video messages asking him specific questions about the camera equipment that he uses and that he recommends. And he said that uh, at the end of the blog that he hates talking about camera equipment. And the reason he gave, I found just to be tremendous. He said that one of the questions that he almost always gets, nobody asked him in this particular set of questions, uh, is what camera equipment does he recommend? What is the best camera equipment to use? And his answer was the camera you have. And I just, I sat there with my cup of coffee saying, yeah, that's the absolute right answer. Using what you have to do what you want to do is the answer to being able to do it. Does that mean that you know, if you want to make great films that you're always going to use an iPhone to do it? No. But if you have an iPhone and you want to upload a daily vlog to YouTube, you can do that and you can do it relatively well. And he kept emphasizing that all through the Q&A session, you know, that, that theme kind of ran under everything where people would say, what's the best point and shoot? And he would say, well, I'm currently using this one. I think this one has better image quality, but this one's more reliable and that's what's important to me. And that same theme just kept running through. Use what you've got. If you want to do something, just start doing it. And it really, I think, connected with me so much because when I was trying to get this podcast up and running and we're on our big number two episode. So, you know, I'm getting it done. When I was thinking about starting it and wanting to start it, I spent so much time on the internet researching microphones, researching pop filters, researching setups for recording, researching everything. And it started to become really intimidating. I was, I was, emailing and messaging with friends of mine I know who do voiceover work professionally and what do you recommend and what do you use and what sort of audio editing software is the best and and I got really caught up in the best what's the best what do what should I have to do this really really well because of course you don't want to put something out there that isn't 
isn't your best. It, you know, isn't up to your own standards. But at the same time, you're never going to get anywhere if you don't just start. And so when he said that, when he said, use the camera that you have, I was, I was absolutely on board with that. I was sitting there on the couch holding that cup of coffee going, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's my podcast topic for this week. So thank you, Casey. And <laughs> if you don't currently follow Casey on YouTube, go check out his channel. Um, even if you don't watch every day like me and all the other fangirls and fanboys out there, I think uh, he's got he's got some great energy and you anybody would be well served to check out at least some of his blogs. And he has a super cute little baby girl. Um, but let's translate what Casey said about camera equipment over to achieving our health and wellness goals. How many times have you made yourself a promise about eating better or moving more or getting more sleep or, you know, instituting any changes, positive changes in your life, and you say to yourself, well, I can't do that right now because I don't have or I can't afford or it's not possible for me to dot, 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 right? You know, I know I need to move more, but I can't afford a gym membership right now. I know I need to move more, but it's cold, it's winter. I know I need to move more, but my job is really demanding. I know I need to sleep more, but I've got all this stuff on my TiVo that's backed up and I have to watch it. I know I need to sleep more, but I've just got, you know, so much pressure on me. I know I need to eat better, but I've got a pantry full of stuff and I'm not just going to throw it away. Those are all excuses that hold us back from starting right where we are and using what we've got. If you know you need to move more and you can't afford a gym membership, that's totally cool. You probably live indoors. You probably have a floor that you can roll up. $10 yoga mat out on. If you don't have 10 bucks for a yoga mat, then you probably have a towel or, you know, something that you can throw down on the floor to cushion yourself a little bit. And, you know, you can check yoga DVDs out of your library, or you can do push-ups, or you can do, you know, high knees. You remember high school, you know, knees to chest, knees to chest. I mean, it, it doesn't cost you anything to do mountain climbers on the floor in your bedroom. There's a ton of information on the internet that you can access, you know, bedroom workouts. I, maybe be careful Googling that one, but, um, you know, workouts you can do in small spaces, body weight workouts, isometric workouts. There's no reason that you can't move your body in a healthy way every single day, no matter where you are. I mean, for God's sake, people who are held prisoner manage to find a way to work out in the confines of a six by eight cell. Uh, you know, you can find inspiration anywhere. As far as holding yourself back from achieving your goals, you know, by saying, well, I can't, I can't do that right now. It's not that you can't do that right now. It's that you're afraid you won't do it perfectly. And a lot of us have this block, including me. 
that if it's not perfect, why bother? And the answer is because nothing is ever perfect and perfect just stops you from getting it done. I don't run very fast. I don't like to run and I don't do it very often, but I do it once in a while just to remind myself that I can do it if I have to do it. I don't belong to a gym. I don't feel like spending my money that way and making driving to a separate building to work out. I would rather just figure out a way that works for me that I can do at home or from home. I always advocate walking. Most of us live somewhere we can walk. I mean, depending on where you live, maybe you don't want to be out walking like super early in the morning or super late at night, but you probably live somewhere where there's somewhere safe to walk. And if nothing else, you can walk around at work or walk around in your house. You can do stair workouts on actual stairs at work or at your house. Uh, the, the, whole, the whole perfectionist attitude toward eating is something that I've written about a little bit on the blog. I, I had done a post a while ago uh, titled, uh, The Best Diet Ever. And in it, I talked about how there isn't one best diet. The best diet is the diet that's the healthiest for you. So your diet, there's no way to ever have a quote unquote perfect style of eating, a perfect diet. What you have to think in terms of is doing the best that you can with what you've got. You know, if, if you have unlimited money and access to anything you want in the world, aka your Oprah or Bill Gates or Donald Trump, yeah, you can, you can hire a chef to live in your house and you can get whatever ingredients, whatever quality ingredients you want anytime, day or night, 24-7, 365. Absolutely. The rest of us, the rest of us mortals, we have to work within a certain set of economic economic constraints, right? You know, we only have so much money that we can spend on food, shelter, entertainment, clothing, things like that. So one thing I always recommend is first prioritize, starting from where you are, prioritize your health and prioritize the food that you're putting into your body because if you're fueling your body with lousy fuel, that's going to affect all the other areas that you're trying to address. But you don't have to throw away every single bit of food in your house and start completely from scratch with a perfect, clean, and you guys can't see me, but I'm doing, I'm getting a finger workout with all my air quotes over here. Start where you are. Take inventory of what you have and make note of what you can replace when it runs out with a better choice. So when your bottle of canola or vegetable or corn oil runs out, replace that with extra virgin olive oil. Replace the next oil that runs out with coconut oil and give yourself two options of a better oil. 
a better fat to add into your diet. When you use up the feedlot factory farmed meats that you bought, make your next meat purchase, if at all possible, grass-fed, free-range, chicken, you know, beef, whatever it is that you like. Buy a better option once you've used up what you already have. The same with your veggies, you know. If you already have a crisper or a freezer full of non-organic veggies, great, eat them. I'm never going to tell you not to eat your veggies. When those are gone, replace them with the better option of an organic substitution. You know, if it's available, if it's not available, don't stress about it. Work with what you've got from where you are. Don't let perfect or this idea of perfect stop you from attempting to to meet your goals. So, you know, I... This just translates into so much of the health and wellness area and so much of life in general. Um, you know, I, I have, I have uh, relatives who gave me for Christmas the equipment to start podcasting. And so for them, I am, I am massively thankful that they gave me a microphone and a pop filter. And I'm massively grateful that I already owned a Macintosh laptop that has GarageBand on it so I can put this together. But had I not already been given this microphone and, you know, the pop filter, I could have done it with earbuds that have an inline microphone on them. I could have done it without the laptop by plugging the earphones into my iPhone. There's always a way to get done what you want to get done. It might not be as perfect as you think it is that that you think you want it to be in your head. Like I mean, just even now on this podcast, I'm like hearing myself stumble over a couple of words, and I'm hearing myself stutter and stammer just just a little bit. And I'm thinking in my head, "Oh my god, I'm going to have to go back and edit this." But you know what? I'm not going to specifically not going to on this episode because it's really just illustrating. My point that if you just do it, that's more important than doing it perfectly. Setting your goal, working toward it, taking the steps necessary to achieve it, that's how you're going to get where you want to get long term. Do I want every single podcast to be better than the last one? Absolutely. Do I want every single time I do a yoga pose to have it be stronger, steadier, better, deeper than the last time I did it? Absolutely. Does that happen? Absolutely not. There are days where my downward dog looks like I've never even heard of yoga, and there are days where I feel transcendent during my practice. There will be podcasts where you think to yourself, my God, why isn't this woman a gazillionaire? She has the voice of an angel. Probably not. (laughs) <laughs> but I can dream. And there'll be there will be podcasts where I'm a little stuttery and stammery, but I'm not going to stop doing it. And I'm not going to let a little bit of a step backwards keep me from continuing to move forward. You know, there's a million cute sayings in the world. One that comes to mind right now is that life isn't 
a straight line. It's a lot more like a cha-cha. You go forward a little bit and you go back a little bit and you go forward a little bit and you go back a little bit. But if you go forward a little bit more than you go backward every time, you're eventually going to get around the floor. And that's what we all need to keep in mind with our health goals. So, you know, you want to eat better and you're making the changes that you need to make. And then you have a cocktail party on Friday night and you know, you have a couple of martinis and you make a food choice that isn't in line with the parameters that you set for yourself. So what? You know, cut yourself some slack. Know that that's something that can happen to you and maybe plan ahead for that or maybe, you know, set yourself a little rule and say, okay, I know when I have two martinis, all of a sudden a pepperoni pizza sounds like a great way to end the evening. So I'm only going to have one martini and then I'm going to switch to water so that I am not tempted to eat something I wouldn't normally eat. If you know that you're somebody who hates to get out of bed in the morning, go for an early morning run or an early morning workout, fine. Don't sign up for a 6 a.m. Zumba class. Don't tell somebody that, yeah, I'm absolutely going to be at the park every day at 5 a.m. to do an outdoor CrossFit workout with you if you know that you're not somebody who can drag yourself out of bed at five in the morning or six in the morning. Schedule something a little later that works for you that you can accomplish and then ride the feeling of that accomplishment to push yourself a little further. That's what all this progress is about. And that's what working with, with what you have is about. If you can't afford to or have no desire to join a gym, don't join a gym. Find a workout that you can do at home or that you can do outside that's free or requires very little equipment, do that. If you're somebody who knows that once a week you want to have pizza, then set up your week that you can have pizza once a week and it's not going to cause you to completely backslide on all of your nutrition goals. Build that in to what you're trying to accomplish. So if you take anything away from today's podcast overall, I, I want you to take away the idea that perfect doesn't exist. Perfection shouldn't be your goal. Heading toward your goal is a series of small steps small decisions, small changes that you can make every minute, every hour, every day, every week. And that's what builds up and gets you where you want to be. So don't focus on the perfect way to do something, the perfect things to have to accomplish your goal. All you need is the desire the motivation, and the commitment to take those necessary steps and build on every single one. Thanks for listening today, and I hope you'll join me for our next episode. In the meantime, you can learn more about me, my coaching services, and check out what I've written over on the blog at tenaciousacorn.com. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Take care. Ciao.